Hello and welcome to A Star to Steer Her By. We're on episode, I just looked at it and forgot what it was, 90,096. Uh, we are covering episodes of uh, The Next Generation, Future Imperfect, and Final Mission. Finally, this final mission. As usual, I am Ames. I am Caitlin. I am Jake. And this is Chris. Awesome sauce. As you can maybe tell, we replaced Jake with a robot. I am Jake. Robot Jake. No contractions for you, Mr. Robot. That's a good segue into this week's shitty episodes. Yeah. Oh, you didn't like either of them? Not really. Oh, interesting. Well, let's talk about that. Let's talk first first about... uh, Let's unpack that, shall we? (laughs) Why do you feel like that, Caitlin? How do you feel? I don't understand the question. If Troy were here, she'd figure it out, I'm sure. No, she wouldn't. She's terrible. In Future Imperfect, we're hanging around Alpha Onias 2, an uninhabited Class M planet that there's something they want to look at on for reasons. Uh, There's rumors of a Romulian base. A Romulian base? Romulian. Do they have Romulian ale there? Yes. yes. Of a chameleon base. Mm. So they're hanging out on Alpha Onias. Uh, Riker, Jordy, and Worf are on the planet when suddenly they try to beam up because it's really foggy and they don't like it. Um, <laughs> and it's not working, and it's not working, it's not working. And then finally, Riker wakes up in sick bay and everyone suddenly has gray streaks in their hair. Every single person, which is the way we can tell that 16 years have passed. Wait, did Bev actually have gray? Because I thought she just had a stupid hairdo. I didn't notice any Oh, gray. no, there was a streak of white on was the there? side. Oh, because of I'm sorry, I missed that. Yeah, yeah they got the gray hair right. They didn't pick up the paunch that <laughs> they would all gain in the last... Uh, they got Picard. Except, Picard they except, did all right with. Yeah, except Patrick Stewart. I saw a picture of him recently. He's fucking old man ripped all of a sudden. Oh, so keep in mind, though, that t- that 16 years in their future is 10 years in our past. So what do these people... What, what are these, They've de-aged? What did these people look like in 2007? Mm. Oh, I see what you Probably mean. Probably yes, still yes. beautiful. Mm. That's true. No, Riker, Riker was paunchy. Was he? Yes. Yeah, I saw him on Beyond Belief. Like Val Kilmer paunchy or just normal yeah, paunchy? Alec Baldwin. Yeah, but Alec Baldwin, Alec Baldwin is like a fine good. wine. He gets better with age. Does he? Yeah, except for, I mean, when he insists on opening his mouth and talking. Ah. Anyway, Ames, go yeah, on. Sorry. Yeah, so, so we're on Alpha... Well, <laughs> after our Alpha Onias misadventure, Riker has, wakes up and Bev explains to him, like, oh, when you were there on the planet, you picked up some kind of virus that finally showed its uh, effects in the past six days... And what the effects of this virus do is it, it makes you not have any memories from before you first picked it up. You've been in a coma, so now you don't remember anything of the last 16 years. Let's show you all the things that happened in 16 years. Uh, let's see. Jordy doesn't need his visor anymore. There's a Ferengi on the bridge. Uh, oh, and I, I nearly forgot to even mention we're starting peace with the Romulans. Because that's a thing that's possible in, in 16 years. Have you seen my gray streak, by the way? <laughs> have you heard that the Romulans are back? Totally back. They are the backest. And Riker says, this sounds re- really weird, and I feel like I shouldn't be involved because I don't have any memory of this. And Picard, who is now an admiral somewhere... On a bird of prey, right? Yeah, well, he's flying in on the bird of prey, I think, right. to bring the Romulans to Riker so they can talk about these things. Riker said, wants to recuse himself, and Picard insists that Riker is the man for the job, even though he has no idea what the fuck is going on. And he agrees. He said, yeah, sure, this sounds right. We well, can totally do this. It worked with Sarek, apparently. Sarek still had his memories. He just didn't have control over his bowels. I mean, <laughs> well, yeah. why not both? Column A, column B. 
We also learn that in the last 16 years, Riker had a son that he's now not forgotten entirely named Jean-Luc. You know, though, that checks out. That yeah. feels right. Yeah. And, All about that. And Riker right. is still feeling like something's wrong. He doesn't remember his son. He doesn't remember his wife who evidently died two years ago, who he should be mourning and has forgotten entirely. And he comes to realize, wait a minute, show me some pictures of my dead wife. Fuck, that's Minuet. I fucked Minuet? Oh, wait. No, I knew this. Uh, <laughs> but I got... I didn't know I could get Minuet pregnant. I figured that was a safe a, blow to blow. Jean-Luc is a hollow baby. We have that. We have the technology now. Riker realizes, okay, something is afoot because Minuet isn't even a real person, which means I don't trust any of what's going on. He goes up to the bridge, he yells at Picard, and he catches Data in a contraction, which Data shouldn't know how to do, even though he's done it many times before, and realizes, okay... I don't believe any of this. I'm not telling the Romulans anything because they're surely up to something. And, um, not Tarragon. What's his fucking name? Tomalok. Tarragon! Uh, Tomalok says, all right, all right. The jig is up. Let me explain. We've actually imprisoned you and we were trying to use this holoprogram kind of a thing to get you to give us information that we couldn't figure out with our brain scans. But you were on to us, so just go into this prison with this boy who we were using to model your, your son. And Riker tries to strike up conversation with this boy, Ethan, who's also imprisoned by the Romulans. And the boy says, well, what we could do if we escaped, because I escaped once, but they caught me again. But I know there's a secret compartment somewhere that's as big as some one's fucking house let's go there so the two of them together beat up some romulans and take their guns go hide out in these shafts uh, that opened up into some caves and shit while Riker is chatting with ethan saying okay now that we're in here let's figure out some stuff ethan says oh i don't know ambassador tomahawk may be back soon (laughs) and Riker realizes wait a minute he was only an ambassador in that hollow program he's actually just you know your commander captain something or other some other rank so much lower rank romulan something like you're you're lying to me what do what are you in on and finally the kid like and then Riker roughs up a child Uh, and then and then Ethan finally admits, okay, I'm actually a little insectoid alien named Barash, and I've just cute, I've just been kinda. lonely on this planet where my mother stowed me away whilst aliens were attacking us, and they killed her, and I've been here forever just using this machine machine to make projections and shit, and really I'm just lonely. So I Riker wanted something real. So Riker just kind of adopts him as his son? That's unclear. Well, until they get to the next star base and they, like, shut him out in airlock. Yeah. I um, think they're going to jettison him. I think they're going straight from no- nothing to Code Red and they're just going to code Finny. throw him, just <laughs> jettison that motherfucker right away. Yeah, so presumably Riker lives happily ever after Barash continues doing his thing. In Final Mission, several plots are happening. None uh, of them interesting. Let me remember which ones they were. Let's see. On Pentaris 5, they are having a dispute among miners, which Picard has to bring Durgo on his stupid shuttlecraft to... You think their parents would deal with that? Okay, Cal Drogo. Yeah, yeah. Cal Drogo has to, has to go to... Fucking miners, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yes. um, oh, I didn't until you said that. Yeah. So I just thought Chris was having a stroke. So they're on their way to go to go to Pentaris, whilst the ship has to go deal with this issue on Gamelon Five, a planet where there's an abandoned garbage scow leaking radiation that will kill all of the inhabitants. To which I say, fine, because they all look like yarn balls. <laughs> so I would, dude, yeah, I they were mind. like catfish. Horrible monster Baggedy creatures. Ends, yeah. <laughs> and they may as well have gotten it, but whatever. So whilst Riker and the Enterprise is dealing with that, the shuttlecraft containing 
Wesley and Picard and this asswipe Durgo. Asswipe! That's a good one. Are heading off to Pentaurus to figure out this other thing. When, oh no, the shuttlecraft goes kerplooey and and they have to go land on some moon. They crash land and they realize, shit, we're not doing well out here in the sun because we're in like desert land. Let's go find some caves to hide in. They eventually go find some caves. And they enjoy some spelunking. They try to find water in the caves, but the water fountain has a big, gigantic force field (coughs) on it. And when they try to get through the force field using their guns and stuff, space ghosts attack them from coast coast to coast. coast. Damn. Picard has to save Wesley from some falling rocks and then gets himself injured. So Wesley has to both tend to Picard, try to figure out the space ghost thing, and try to prevent Durgo from fucking them all over in in these caves because Durgo still wants to try to keep shooting the fucking fountain. So he tries shooting the fucking fountain some more and then gets himself dead. Whoops, sorry Durgo, we hardly knew you. Actually, we knew enough. We knew you're an asshole. Yeah, you suck. Also, isn't that the definition of insanity, doing the same thing over and over again? No, he did it a different way. He had a new oh, plan. Yeah, honestly, I thought the new plan could, was, a, was a logical plan. But Wesley was also being a little brat the whole time. Because he's going to go off to the academy after this, and he's going to be a big yeah, boy. He was being a real bitch. Yeah, it was pretty it's like, well, well uh, he had fucking senioritis. It's like, I can do whatever I want now because I'm graduating. Finally, uh, Wesley figures out some way, using his tricorder, to break through the force fieldy thing getting the buttons getting some water that saves picard for reasons and then bev shows up after everyone else dealt with the fucking radioactive scout by throwing it into a sun in a really long plot line which no one followed Mm. that's about right yeah yeah sounds good Perfect. See, I like Future Imperfect. I'm sad. Uh, sad Caitlin didn't care. For oh, it. you know why? Because it felt like a rehash of like the Squire of Gothos, but not as good and not as interesting. How? Yeah, I'm not seeing that. Well, and it because the projections and shit. Yeah, the projections and shit. Yeah, but Gothos admitted who he was from pretty much the off. Yeah, but they still didn't really quite understand what he was—that he was like a child. He reminded True. me a little bit of Charlie X yes. in that what is his life? He's just been alone, basically. Mm. Yeah. But I feel like there was also... Didn't they trick someone into being in the future? No. We just had a like weird alternate universe bullshit like just the other day. Didn't Yesterday's we? Enterprise? I don't know. It was like recently. I felt like... I don't know. I just felt like... It just felt like we were kind of rehashing a lot of concepts, and I wasn't that impressed. Yeah, I can see a couple, a couple similarities to Yesterday's Enterprise, because we're seeing a different version of the ship. Yeah. It wasn't like bad. It was just I wasn't didn't find it that interesting. I like I like the ideas a lot. The ideas of the the layers of what this kid is putting out Riker just so he can have some fucking company. Mm. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I gotta admit, it's weird. I've definitely seen this one, but I forgot what the resolution was. So I was there like, yeah, I knew this is all a Romulan hoodly do. And, and nope, there's uh, another layer in this thing. Yeah. The Romulans was nothing but a red herring. And like, I even figured, so like, okay, this is still part of the ruse when he's with Ethan, but I still thought it was a Romulan ruse at that point. Uh, I'm sorry. Yeah, it was... A Yes. <laughs> Romulan. But see, Riker's first tip-off that it was fake 
Should have been the fact that it had been 16 years and they were wearing the same uniforms. They had, they different, had different badges. They had different badges. True. With that incorporated the, their, the their rank. Their, I like that. Rank. Actually, I didn't care for it. I missed the pips. Yeah, fair enough. But still, that's not enough of a change for Starfleet. They, they do they major overhauls frequently. every 10 minutes. Also, though... And well, everyone only had streaks in their hair I mean, instead of actually being the, older. the movie uniform survived, surprisingly. <clears throat> True, but even then, they, like, you know, first they dropped the turtleneck, then they got rid of the belt, and then they even got rid of the undershirt. Mm. Then they were just naked. Yeah, that was a weird year. Well, here's the thing. They all should have just been dyeing their hair? Like, yes. I can I can understand that if in Riker a realistic... would have. He's vain. Okay. Sorry, Jay, go on. Uh, I can understand in a realistic enough scenario that, uh, you know, he would buy it. But, I, but, like, right away there's questions that from an outside perspective are obvious. Like, oh... And we're on the ship, and like all of the you know crew has pretty much stayed yeah, in the same jobs. That's true, except for like Troy and yeah, Troy Picard. and Picard. But like, you I think know. the first tip off should have been why is Bev smiling like that? Because mm. <laughs> <laughs> Wesley's gone. Yes, um, they had an extra Klingon, an extra Klingon, they had a and a Ferengi, Ferengi ensign yeah. or navigations yeah. person. I guess I don't know that they were an ensign, but I assume they were. They were, yeah. He had he only had the one bar. At one point, I think. Riker even says I could get used to an ensign Ferengi or something. That's true, yeah. Mm. But yeah, I don't know. It seems it seems to me that uh, this future was imperfect. Yeah. Well, yeah. the technology didn't seem to have advanced much in 16 years. But then again, this was all based on Riker's thoughts. True. You know, so it's not like, it's not like we're, we've actually jumped 16 years. It's what the, what Baylock's computer could... <laughs> Sort out. Yeah. It's just, you know, it's funny that that didn't make him wonder, though, you know? Like, but gee, you he, think we would have come further in 16 years? Well, he was busy, busy worrying that he's lost all his memories. Yeah. Like, that, that takes a lot out of a person. That his wife died, and now he has to put up with this kid he doesn't even know. He has to <laughs> reprogram Minuet. Jeez. Yeah, again. Mm. She keeps going off with that violinist. <laughs> Drinking Coco Onos. I like that uh, whoever did the hairstyling for this just decided all old women... Have old, old middle-aged women at least have the same stupid haircut. Well, maybe that's just the style at the time. You don't know that. I don't know. The gray streak. Well, not just like both Bev and Troy had the weird like Mrs. Claus in the Rankin Bass specials. Have it too? I don't Am remember. I crazy? I forget what. I, what, what I think hers was supposed to be down. Like the other it was women kind had of Mrs. Haircut. Claus. Though. Yeah, that big like puffy like Victorian middle-aged haircut. It was like really this was all you could think up. <laughs> okay. Like, if, if both of them didn't have it, it wouldn't have been as weird. But the fact they both had it. I guess like, I didn't really notice that Troy had it. I definitely noticed that uh, Bev had it, though, and I was like, ooh. It was a little less obvious with Troy because her hair was still down in the back. Yeah. But she saw the big poof in the front, whereas, yeah, so Bev had, had the, it all the so way she around. She got it backwards. She had the party in the front and the business in the back. Sure. Yep. Picard, I thought they did a good job with, though. Oh, he looked great. He actually did look like maybe he was uh, he was older and not just, you know, added some powder to his yeah, hair. Yeah, his hair was a little longer. Yeah, yeah he's got, he's got, got that like, really goatee. Wispy. Like, you, I felt like he looked like a human incarnation of, like, Scrooge McDuck with his, like, wispy little weird hairs for some reason. Mm. I don't know. And then the goatee that. suited him. He did, it looked yeah. good. And, and damn it, it's a shame it's imaginary because they finally hit on an admiral's uniform that doesn't suck. It still yeah, the has gold like shit on it. Still yeah, but it's not as bad. Troy's was good. I liked what she was wearing, too. That's just a normal uniform. I know, but I liked the color. I don't feel like we've seen that color before. No, I feel like just... it was, like, gray-blue, and I don't feel like I've seen any gray-blue. No, it's standard for science and medical staff. 
And of course, data looks exactly the same. Yep. Except anyway. I, he, the red does not oh, suit him. Oh no, the red. I thought the same thing. Like with his skin tone or yeah. his fake skin tone, the uh, red didn't look great on him. I wonder what blue would look like. <laughs> He's on more him. An, more of an autumn. <laughs> mm. So you know, one thing that stuck out to me about this show was that uh, the setup and the like, the pre, the, the birthday the, party, the cold open, the birthday party. Yeah, okay, I get it. It's going to be a show about. Getting older, I guess. Like you in know, a way. Star Trek Two. <laughs> but no, the whole the whole setup. I I think this episode would have been way better if they just started it like on the planet and the captain's log set mm. us up for. But then, yeah. How would they have eaten that cake? Because this is important. Well, they didn't get to eat the cake because Picard's like, "Oh, we got to check this thing out right now." Kind of cancel the party. Oh, and by the way, cake. happy birthday. Mm. Yeah. So I don't know. I I felt like the. Like the whole setup of like in that shitty actor they got to say, Captain, I've detected a fucking thing on the planet. Ah, boy. Yeah, no, he (laughs) knew somebody. Yeah, that was that that guy probably won like a contest. on the back of Fruit Loop cereal. Something. (laughs) Win a roll on Star Trek. Five box tops and twenty dollars shipping and handling. A lot of shipping and handling. Excuse me. You have to ship yourself out to. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. Out to the soundstage. Maybe that's secretly the prize you get from Star Trek photon candies. So, somebody's got it, a, a golden photon. Uh, yeah, instead of a large communicator pin, you you get a, a, a trip to Star Trek. Yeah, I know. We also commented that we didn't see O'Brien in the transporter room, and my joke was because in the future Keiko has killed him. Mm. Well, we haven't even met Keiko yet, but we did. But we meet... expect it. We always expect his wife will kill him. But we did meet another recurring character this week, although I don't think we got her name. Oh uh, yeah, uh, Ogawa, Nurse Ogawa, showed up in sick bay. So here's my question: just because I happen to know that she's going to be a recurring character. Mm-hmm. Is she younger when she's in her in the actual storylines? No, no. So they did not. So age her. so somehow Riker predicted that this woman would be on the show, but would stay young forever. I think Listen, they. I think they really hired her. To be, I think they hired her to be in this show, and we're like, well, she was good, and we have a uniform that fits her, so let's hire her back in the future. You could also justify it as like to Riker, she's just kind of there. And the program couldn't be bothered to exert energy on anyone who wasn't significant to him. Oh, yeah. Like he probably fair. has never looked at her face. Yeah. He's only looked at them, Rack. Well, yeah. it's like how in the Truman Show, he doesn't realize that he sees the same people every single day and doesn't mm. think that's weird. Yeah. Yeah. Shuffling them around? She's just a background character yeah. in his life. Well, I mean, when they're in... I mean, normally she's like a 10-year-old girl for most of the show. So she's the character they bring in to replace Wesley as the annoying child genius oh can't wait for that mm. is that true no, no. It's not. oh good because i just got really sad no, i just it. can't like yeah it just it's not that it doesn't make sense it's just that it's it is a little it's irrelevant yeah because she hadn't appeared on the show before so why would you age up an actor that yeah never had on the show before because no one's going no again like no one's looking at this episode being like wait a minute she should be older <laughs> because she never didn't exist. No, that's when after after having the whole season having uh, been shown and they're watching reruns, they realize, wait a fucking minute! <laughs> but then again, she never got we never got a name, so it could be like her younger sister. Maybe. There we go. It's her clone. That could, it might not even be the same character. True. But then again, the other one looks exactly the same and is in has same the same job. Like I said, clone. Oh, okay. Has all her memories and everything. Yeah. Sure, why not? 
I like that one of the main changes that Riker decided Future Enterprise would have is just a bunch of... Racing stripes? Yeah, just extraneous stripes. They make the turbo lift go faster. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, so you can tell that he actually probably still has a thing for Deanna because fake Deanna is a better empath than real Deanna. Mm. And yet still a terrible therapist because she went <laughs> along with Bev's idea to just be like, let's not warn him about his son. Maybe that will cause his brain to work. Why is Troy stroking her beard thusly? <laughs> But yeah, so Riker, Riker gets to have a kid all of a sudden. Mm-hmm. It's gotta be weird. I loved the scene, though, when he's talking to her about it, and he's like, who's the mom? And you can see him being like, yeah, yeah. Is it you? Uh, did, we finally, did we finally hook up? No, it was your holodeck girlfriend. And he's like, god damn it, what am I, Jordy? <laughs> That's what really pissed him off. Yeah, if this if the this kid who was, you know, creating all these hallucinations, not hallucinations, but representations had kidnapped Jordy instead. Oh, yeah. What the oh. fuck would he have read? I liked uh, I like how I like fake Tomalock throwing some shade at Riker for the holodeck girlfriend. Like, oh, it uh, seemed yeah. like it was really strong feelings. It was a very special program. <laughs> Shut up! <laughs> <laughs> I don't have a boner, you do. <laughs> Runs away. Oh. Poor Riker. But I did like that they, you know, that was one of the, you know, the thing that kind of pushed him over the edge and Got him to realize it was seeing minuet, and that I wouldn't yeah. have recognized her. Yeah, I didn't. Well, no, but he never forgets a pussy. But it is nice that they. It's a nice bit of continuity with it is. with a previous it was episode. A nice continuity is that what you yeah, saying? That's right. Nice. I feel like that is not the first time that joke has been made. What continuity? Yeah. What mm. joke? <laughs> awesome. Anyway, let's let's talk about let's talk about Barash a little bit. This poor poor. I don't even know if he's technically a child or what in this alien race. He has the mind of a child. He's been stranded on this planet because, like, he's been orphaned and stranded on this planet Mm -hmm. where he just has a big toy that he can just play with forever and ever. But it's not the real thing, and that and that fact is probably driving him crazy. Yeah. Yep. And Riker just invites him onto the ship like it's an MBD. Yeah, and and he's used to living in a place where you know he just goes into this room. And gets whatever he wants. He probably gets all the ice cream sundaes that that Deanna never gets, and and he gets. That's why she never gets a tough fucking goddamn sundae. He gets to play whatever. Kid keeps taking them. Whatever character he wants in Overwatch because no one's already all all used up already. Jake still hasn't been the fucking rodent. I don't want to be the rodent. I want to see you be the rodent, damn it. I don't want to do that. Yeah, but this kid, he's going to enter real life. He's going to be worse than Charlie X was. Nah, he'll just immediately find the holodeck. Holodeck. Yep. Him and Barkley will be. Fighting each other for time. Well, he's got really impressive technology. I sure hope that they went back to that planet and destroyed it. Took it all. Because, they didn't. Because like that's some, like the brain scan that can like materialize whatever you want. Yep. That's pretty cool. Yeah. No. You, you think they'd uh, you think they'd want that? But whatever. No. The Riddler did that shit in Batman Forever. I'm not impressed. Mm. That was like 90s America. I'm just saying it wasn't 24th century space. Also, like the 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 the, the pseudo MacGuffin, I guess, of the episode is the location of Starbase Twenty Three Outpost. Outpost Twenty Three. Ooh boy, Twenty Three. We'll never hear about that one again. Probably not. Do we hear about it again? I don't think so. Oh, okay. That's because Riker kept it secret. He did his job. Twenty Three Prime Number. Yeah, I think it is. It is. Yes. Yeah. Like I know. It's a low one. The low ones are easy to remember. Yeah. Well, I'm trying. I'm just you know. No, it, it is. Most things that end in three that aren't like directly divisible by three, I think, tend to be a lot. Isn't that right? 
Because it's like 13, 23, 33 is not because of 11, but like 43, for example, is. 53 is. 63 is isn't not. because divisible. 73 is, so. Mm, interesting. Not really. Not at all. Fascinating. No. Uh, what was it you said about my tattoo I'm going to get? That's very unique. <laughs> you asshole. I was laughing about that again the other what, day. What, what tattoo was I it? told you I was going to get a, a no-face tattoo, no. and you are like, oh, well, isn't that unique? <laughs> and I was like, oh, jeez. <laughs> Tough crowd. Hey. I you. Anywho. I'm just not impressed by tattoos. Oh, I thought I you were going to say you weren't impressed by prime numbers. Oh, oh I'm I was very like, impressed but Ames, they're numbers. impressive. I wasn't impressed by uh, Space Boy's ultimate alien form. I liked it. I, I thought, thought it was, was cute. cute. My thing is they were just like, they were just costume. like, do we want to just do generic gray alien? Yeah, okay. No, just make his eyes flash a little He wasn't gray. He was kind of clay tone. Either way, he was the classic, like, big head, huge eyes, 50s He looked alien. like a porg. You should have loved him. He looked all like a porg. Porgs are adorable. He Giant was adorable. eyes, a little fucking he was, little head. All right. He was, just, he was a gray. That's all. He, he looked like gray. a gray. He was terracotta. He, had, he looked terracotta. He, like, he, did, <coughs> he did have the spindly Oh, fingers. yeah. He had, like, E.T. fingers. That and shit the, and was whoever Well, was, I was thinking of uh, was Data's pen pal. Oh. oh he had creepy long fingers, too. Yeah, that's true. Whoever whoever was playing the actor inside all that makeup, because I'm I'm sure it wasn't the kid. No, was having a whole lot of fun doodling those fingers. They were. If I had fingers that long, I'd have fun doodling them too. Mm. <laughs> um, it's a masturbation joke. Yes, that. Mm. They all are. I like again. You can't Some really. Some of them are sex jokes, Ames. You can't really <laughs> count anything that happened in the simulation as being realistic. But right. There, like things did stick out to me, like. Apparently, the fake Romulans have, like, some kind of beam that can change your appearance oh, yeah, and yeah. your clothes. Oh, yeah, that was weird. Yeah, that was silly. Like, what was that doing? What? I mean, again, it's a, in, in the fake ro- world, They've already so. been saying it was like a, a, a holosuite. Yeah, but the, the holodeck was already off yeah. at that point, and, but Riker still looked old and had the weird uniform. And then they, even, they, like, he just had some gray wisps and yeah. a different, and, and, like, the pips were in his badge. Yeah. yeah. But then they like, and that turned him back to normal. So that some, was some weird conglomo shit. Dude. Yeah, cool. I, I think that'd be kind of a cool thing to have, right? Like a, it's like Sailor Moon's transformation pen, where she's like, make me a sexy journalist. She always had unnecessary adjectives. I think they were like always sexy, or some variant well, thereof. It's yeah, and she's fourteen. So Ooh. why are they always fourteen? <laughs> Uh, I mean, it's a show for kids who are 14. Yeah. You're more likely to... But they're always, to... like, so sexed up. Well, I mean, welcome to America where we dress seven-year-olds in fucking Vegas showgirl-type shit and have them tart around with mascara on and all this shit. Pageantry is a ancient and celebrated Listen, art. Listen, the kids want to be there. The kids want to be there. I'm just saying... I feel like you can't over-sexualize children and then be like, what the fuck's up with pedophiles? It's like, well, you are dressing your child. Are you blaming the victim? Is this what we're doing? No, we're blaming the victim's parents. Oh, okay. Yeah, that makes it okay. Because they're monsters and people who put their children in pageants should be arrested and thrown into the Mariana's Is that the implication? No, and I'm also not suggesting that like seeing a kid in like a skimpy outfit makes you a pedophile. I'm just saying that if you already have that kind of proclivity, it's not going to discourage you. Child pageants should be made illegal. Yeah, they're disgusting. Yeah, yeah no, they're horrible. Just ask Captain Decker. Yeah. Ooh. Yes. 
Oh, I don't know. I don't know if he was into child pageantry, but he was definitely into children. So anyway, anyway, I was also going to mention um, that our good friend Tamala, whose actor's name is, I believe, Andreas Katsoulas. Mm-hmm. I liked him um, better as a giant head. That's what he preferred too. Like he really hated like actually being in the room because it meant he had to act and he had to be directed. He's also not as intimidating. In and apparently, way. like Sorry, he when just you say a giant head. Do you mean yeah, he's on the view screen? Yeah, because oh. whenever okay, they show him, it's meant, usually really close up. I thought you meant the giant head in space, and I was like, "What? That's no. the same guy?" No. Every time we've seen Tom Lock now, and he's I think, been on a view screen. I in think the when we see him again, we won't see him for a while. But when we see him again, he's also well, a that's big right because he was the one tracking down the traitor guy in that one, right? He was both. No, he was the guy that was. The answer is yes, Caitlin. Jake is Jake is dithering about. Thank you. Andrew. Oh, oh, I think traitor. You said traitor. I thought you were traitor, like oh. like Kivas Faja. Yeah, traitor. Traitor. <laughs> yeah, he was in the defector. Yes, he was in the defector, but he was also in at the Galarndon Corps. Right, right. I remember that too. He's the one who's like, "What did you do with our dude?" And he's like, "Dude, we saved him. Shut up." Mm-hmm. That Get one, right? Yeah. You you like him better as a big head too, Jake? I think so because I found him. I just didn't find him as intimidating, and I guess also because. Again, it's in fake world, so... You could see more of how it, how the sleeves worked, and for some reason, just watching how... Because they're just... Way they, too they come, much sleeve. They come from the boxy shoulder, so they can just hang straight down, which means at the, at the, by the time you're at the bottom, they're just big swaths of fabric that looked like those things they put out in front of a car dealership. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The, um, what are those things called? What are they called? Sock. It's, it's a... I never knew their formal they, name. They call them sock something, I think. Yeah, you'd, crazy think, you'd think Romulans sock something. would like, have, you know, have a dress code that doesn't allow giant sleeves where you could easily hide weapons because all Romulans do is... Hide weapons? And well, like, is, is, is deal in deceit and skullduggery. Do they deceive each other a lot? Oh, goodness, yes. Oh. All I know about Romulans is they're back. <laughs> That's all I know. They're, 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 they're getting pretty good at being back now that we've seen some more of them, so... Mm. I'm actually perfect. liking them better lately, so... According to Wikipedia, the thing that you're thinking of is called a tube man. Tube man. <laughs> also known as a sky dancer, air dancer, and originally a called the tall boy. Isn't that a beer? Yeah, tall boy is just a tall, like a, a bottle of beer. But I, I like tube man. Sounds like a really shitty Mega Man villain. Mm. Just, just shoots a little They're banned in Houston. Yeah, well... Texas bans evolution, so what the fuck do they know? Anyway, let's move on and get rid of Wesley, because he's already given his sweaters to the kid from the hollow, from the holograms. So, this fucking episode, man. Final mission? Uh, what a... Wesley's being all shitty to, like, guy face, and you expect Picard's gonna go like, now, now, Wes. But even Picard is like, oh... This is a terrible ship. Oh, you are a dick. Wesley starts off being 10 minutes late when he was summoned to the bridge so that Picard could... 20 20 minutes late. I was waking on a very important experiment. You say that every day. Masturbating isn't an experiment. The chemicals were volatile. (coughs) I was experimenting with Blaylock. I mean, to be, being fair, he was working with... I mean, he does constantly get access to dangerous shit. He probably did have to lock it down. Yeah, he probably was fucking around with nanites again. Yeah. Well, get the nanites up my bum bum! He's not going to make a good impression at the Academy, is what I'm saying. He's not going to make a good impression at the Academy with nanites up his 
Well, they're not going to give him a... such free access to dangerous equipment at the academy. Oh, I hope not. Just shuttles. I don't know. He's going to be friends with the groundskeeper. Mm-hmm. He might have access to some shit. If I was if I was Picard, I would have fucked with Wesley a lot more before that. I would have been like, Wesley. Picard was near death. Last time you're no before he when he uh, called to the bridge, I'd be like, last time you're you're late, you are fired from ensign. Give me give I'll... me that ensign machine. Give strip strip you off that uniform. You have not earned it. Crawl in the finny tube. Yes, and then be like, and the reason I don't need you is because you're going to school. <laughs> He's like literally crying, like tears streaming down his face. What? <laughs> we are sending you there via torpedo, though. Bye. Like, why did, did was it ever really explained in the show why they had to take this rinky-dink, shitty shuttle to the thing and not sake of the plot? Because I was because otherwise yeah, they wouldn't unclear. crash and have it. Well, did Durgo like, insist or something? Nope, they just. Like, they I'm here to pick you up. Like, doesn't the Enterprise have shuttles? Nope. <laughs> Only when it's well, convenient plus, to the plot. There was no reason for the Enterprise to not be just... Because this was before the scow showed up. Yeah. Like, there was no reason beforehand they couldn't... <coughs> sorry. They couldn't have just brought him there direct at first. Okay, this like, was before we knew about the scow? Yeah, the scow showed up, like, right after they left. Okay. See, I was also wondering, regarding the scow... No, 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 it did, not. but they did get the, uh, they got the distress call before. True, but by then they'd already, like, like, shuttle guy was already oh, there. Yeah, yeah. Like, there was no reason for him to already be there. Yes. Here's my suggestion. Separate the saucer. Let the, let the warp drive section deal with the fucking, you know, scow that's leaking radiation... Let the saucer section go look for Picard when he loses his That would have solved a lot of problems because then also you're not exposing everybody in the saucer exactly. to the radiation. Exactly. Leave data okay, but on the I, I hate section. To, I hate to say this, but there's a reason that doesn't work. Why? The saucer couldn't have gotten back to the uh, system on its own. It Why? doesn't have warp capability. It has, oh, it has impulse. Well, if they if they separate when it's going fast enough and it just you know uses its uh, its current speed, it'll just go up for a while. Well, they actually said in an episode recently that apparently the warp bubble is such that the saucer can maintain warp for about two minutes after separation. Still, that'll get you pretty far away. Yeah, but it, probably not far enough. Hmm. Either way, it's super dumb. Yeah, I mean that that whole thing was again just as always. Yeah. It's one of these B plots. It's a contrivance yeah. to so even if you're keep not, the ship away. Even I mean, if you're not sending the saucer section to go deal with the Picard thing, you can still just have one part of the ship so that not everyone yeah, is getting the, radioactive. Put a skeleton crew over on just the, data. Yeah, just data is fine. I don't know if Data can run the whole ship. I would trust Data to run the whole ship. Maybe I, if he plugs his dick into one of the interfaces, he but can you know, it that way. You know how expensive it is to shoot a saucer separation. Don't they just reuse it? They reuse some of it, but I feel like... I don't know. And plus they'd have to rebuild the Battle Bridge set. No one wants to do that. Meh. I don't know. But yeah, you're right. I mean, that obviously was the answer that they chose not to do. Yeah, but you you separate, you send data, and I'm sure somewhere on the crew there's at least a few species that are there who are like, Radiation? I literally shower in it every day. Fuck yes. Mm. You know, I'm sure Klingons are less susceptible because they're so fucking sturdy. I don't know about that, but Vulcans definitely are. Yeah, there's a couple of Vulcans around. Yeah, I'm just saying, I mean, Kirk and company managed to run the fucking original Enterprise with like three people. There was some throwaway line about Scotty having to set a lot of stuff to automate, but this is, you know, a hundred years later. That kind of automation bullshit's probably already built in. You probably could handle... 
the engineering I mean, section with last five week, people. Picard and Crusher ran the whole ship themselves. That's true. They never needed anybody else. No. Uh, Duh. I actually like. I enjoy the Scotty references because, of course, we got the garbage scow reference, which I have to assume was chosen because of Trouble with Tribbles. Mm, maybe I hadn't thought of that. And I thought it should be hauled away as garbage. <laughs> and I also kind of felt like Wesley's like plan to save the day was very Scotty too, in a way. Mm. Like I'm gonna use this piece from my thing, from my badge, and I'm gonna put it into my tricorder. And I feel like didn't uh, Jordy too had some Scotty type shit. Didn't he? I mean, jury rigging often saves the day in Star Trek. No, I know. I just felt like there was a lot of it, and I maybe only feel that way because of the garbage scow line, but... Now, okay. So that was this was obviously half-baked plot, because... Oh, yeah. They Which never, one? The, I'm sorry, the garbage, half-baked? The garbage Are you sure it was scow. even half-baked? It was mostly scow. radioactive, like, so it didn't need to be baked. Everything's bad. Uh, they never, like, even talk about or question where it came from, as far as I know. It's, they don't. It's yeah. like, yeah, it just showed up. It's there. Like... Is, why would you don't think perhaps it's worth asking like why somebody would have p- tried to poison this entire planet? Well, maybe I they think, weren't. Maybe it was like an accident. Yeah, they said something about getting caught by their gravity. It was just like somebody basically said, "Fuck it, we're sticking all our garbage on a rocket." It's like that episode of Futurama, mm. except instead of coming back around to their own planet, it found somebody else's. And then like all of the, you know, so we've dealt with a very similar situation with the uh, booby trap where we had yeah. the radiation. Solely killing them, and they held out a fairly long time against that. No, it's wrong. That was less. It's a different kind of radiation. Yeah, there we go. I don't know. It just seems seems ridiculous that the ship has not the shielding to deal with this. Yeah, that is has kind not of the weird. Shielding. Like you're in space, there's a lot of weird yeah energy out there that you should be able to deal with. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. And like, and then like, oh, it's, there just happens. There's an asteroid field that we have to make it through. Yeah, I've, like, I've already complained that they don't, they never have realistic asteroid fields in yeah, no. television. Well, yeah, well, like, it's not in, like, okay, then fly it around it. Or go, you know, is it an up! A- go, is, that's what I'm saying. Well, no. Relative is it an asteroid they, they want, shell? They specifically want the garbage cell to go into the sun so that it will not I know, yeah, but still, but just do if there's an, a parabola. If, if there's an asteroid field, say, between you and your sun. You're in space. You can fly above it or below it or to well, the, either the, side of it. Well, the thing, the thing with that is going through the asteroid field is going to take the least amount of time. And because they it's specifically true. have to have to tow it, they don't want to be in in its vicinity for... for they, want to, they want to deal with it for as little time as possible you so still, they don't end up with spider powers. You still think they would have just like... Like in reality, it's space. They're all fucking... They've got data. They've got supercomputers. They've got geniuses on board. No. They, their resident genius was stuck in a cave. Mm. They probably <laughs> could have figured out a way to just, like... Durgo. Like, even now, exactly. you know, when we send shit into space, we use all this crazy shit of, like, slingshotting things in gravity wells and mm. blah, blah, blah. You're telling me they couldn't have just, like, thrown this thing with the... Tractor beam in just the right it's way. Some that kind it of like... weird tractor beam shot put. Well, yeah. In pre- previous episode, they almost saved an entire planet of asshole mouth people. Yeah. But by changing the the gravitational constant of an asteroid, 
It didn't work, but that was because it was an asteroid. It better work fine on the garbage scout. Just make the thing weigh. Well, no, it actually we don't know. It might have worked. They, two they got, pounds. They got interrupted by those aliens that wanted to murder Q. Well, that's what I'm saying. But it, it might have worked. Yeah, we don't know. Yeah, and it didn't matter because we never found out because Q just fixed it. But I mean, we see a lot of these plots where it's like the B plot exists solely to keep the main ship separate from a different part of space. Yeah, there could have been any other thing keeping them from getting to Picard immediately. Yeah, like a some really of them... good game of 3D chess. And yeah. like, and some are done well, some are... This episode? Yeah. I, right, like, they even brought up Samaritan Snare, where Wes and Wesley and Picard went on their last adventure together to get... Car- yeah, Wesley Pic- mentioned it. To get it. Picard a new... Ticker. A new ticker. And that was a similar thing, right? Because, you know, yeah. you get these two guys off, and then the ship ends up in this terrible scenario. Mm. You have to be saved by Pulaski. Yep. Man, I, I miss wish. Pulaski. Where is she? Uh, she's, coming home. she's probably made a copy of Moriarty and getting fucked by him constantly in the uh, holodeck wherever she is now. Stuffed with crumpets. <laughs> it's a very long and throbbing crumpet you have there. Professor. Long and throbbing. I feel like she get that looked into. <laughs> but yeah, let's, let's. I'm not a doctor, but I'll have a look. Wait, I am a doctor. Well, I'll still have a look. <laughs> With my vagina. I was going to say mouth, but yes. I wonder how violent people get on the holodeck. With it's, their sexual. Uh, anyway. You ever seen a play called The Nether? Probably at least that violent. Mm, chopping off nice. dicks, things like that. Well, that's what I do normally. What mm. do you do after sex? That's true. Ings, you were going to say something. Please yeah, do. Let's, let's let's actually talk about Wesley and Picard in the cave because every couple of sentences, I was like, if they're not going for Picard is actually Wesley's father. Oh my god! Then they're. they're I have something I need nothing. to tell you, and I you don't know because I haven't told anybody. I am proud of you, my son. <laughs> what did you say? <laughs> There's even a line. Picard says, "Wesley, it's all my fault. You're here." Because I'm your dad. God damn it, can I finally say it? Bev won't let me. I don't know why. You should be proud. Your dad was a jerk and I got him killed. I feel like I feel like you're here. I should have said it way long ago. This must have been a fan theory at the time and the creators were just fucking with everyone by like doing But how did fans know what the fan theories were back in the dark ages before the interwebs? Usenet. Usenet. They had to put up signs. Was Usenet basically like email ish? It was similar to email, but it was like it was like if you if email like message board, email fucked a message board. <laughs> basically, what it is. Nice. That sounds really sexy. Yeah. Oh, there was one point where Picard was kind of like out of it, and he was mumbling a song to himself. Was that the song him and Robert were singing when they were shit faced? Oh, I think it may have been. It sounded like it. Oh, bum, I didn't bum, notice bum, that. Bum, yeah. that. Yeah. Whatever, whatever the fuck that song is. Yeah. Sorry, it's real bad. Another they nice forget, piece they, of there's continuity. No, there's no actual French. They don't know, actually know French, so they just replaced all the words with bum, 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 bum. Well, you know, French <laughs> is a dead language. Exactly. Yeah. No, but there was a while, because Picard was not doing well for a while no, there. No. And because of how serious the, the conversation was getting between him and Wesley, I was actually thinking, like, if if the, the show actually had to kill Picard off for some reason, this is how they'd do it. Yeah. They, they do it with a really, really sweet, you know, him dying monologue to Wesley, of all people. Yeah, yeah. And just, and just leave it as, like, an, a beautiful character piece for Patrick Stewart. Yeah. They oh. didn't, obviously, which is better for us, mm. but... Well, especially, too, with a title like Final Mission, people must have been scared, because they must have mm. been like, holy shit. They might have been thinking, like, oh, man, him surviving Best of Both Worlds was a fake-out. This is where he leaves the show. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I would definitely have been really fucking freaking out watching this live, I'll say. Mm. Yeah. But I loved it, and I loved their moments together, and even though I really, you know, I still don't, 
Wesley grew on me because Wesley has not been as bad as Wesley was in season one by a long shot. But, like, I just was not ready to, like, care as much about this as I did. I think that is owed a lot to Patrick Stewart's acting. Yeah. yeah. I really do think that the, that, yeah. Like, this episode... Really is the but only even good Wesley, I thought, was doing yeah. some good acting. No, he was. He, but I That's mean, what I mean. Like, he was really bringing it, too. Like, I'm not a... I but a good... A really good actor can elevate the performance of a not very good actor. Sure, yeah. And so, I really, think, this is all Turgo's doing. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, like he this. was such a cock munch, though. I'm really glad that, that <laughs> See, Wesley was a little jerk to him, because well, he was such a douche. That's the annoying thing, though, is, like, I wouldn't have minded if they were shitty to him after it was revealed he was a dickhead. Yeah, it feels kind of classist otherwise. Yeah, like, from the off, they're both, like, even Picard, like, he's not as blatant nice about it. Nice shitty ship. But it's like, wow, um, Picard, dude, asshole. What do you mean you don't have months and months of emergency supplies? In your fucking shoebox of a ship. Earl Grey. They find Picard hours later smashing his hands into the broken rubber. Earl Grey heart! He, he gets to the cave, he sees the water fountain, he's like, it's not tea. I'll abstain. Oh, water? No, never drink this stuff. Fish, fuck, fuck it. it. <laughs> he goes mad, just draws himself a new living sin on the wall and starts talking to it. God. In a little hat. Uh, what was wrong with that water fountain? Was, Why was it blue? It was like a water fountain in a, in a mall. Complex. Yeah. It was like a water fountain that was populated by those toilet water, the ones that has that blue thing in it. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. The one that keeps it clean, allegedly, but mostly just makes it poisonous to your pets. Yeah, it was literally mm-hmm. just the toilet of that space ghost. <laughs> yeah, like, it's never, oh. again, like... Stupid was half-made shit. Like, ghost? it's never explained what the creature is that's... <laughs> who set it up? It's like it's security program. Yeah, but why? Right? Who's, who's, pr- yeah, who's protect protecting the water. this water? Who's they, protecting they were... the water? Someone that was probably dying of <coughs> thirst before they found that water. Well, they were alluding to there There could be life forms in them thar hills. Which I said, good, go eat them. You're fucking, You're gonna starve. Really, they should have just eaten Durgo, but whatever. Well, like, well he was all, you know, he got fucking... Crystallized or freeze, 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 Son of a bitch. You don't think they could have Fraser, gone you the... Treat him yeah. like a Sulu rock and just go at it. Oh yeah, we saw or, the Sulu or, maneuver yeah. again. Like, I feel like in any other episode, there would have been a whole thing about, oh, well, there's a force field. There must be a power source. We have to track yeah. down the power source. Yeah. Like, it's But that, was even, that wasn't even entertaining. Yeah. Just, just shoot the fucking thing. We need the liquid. Well, it's because so... Durgo's an idiot. But, yeah, but Wesley he... should have known better. Well, it felt to me like he was uh, solving like a Zelda puzzle. Mm-hmm. And then that would explain the water, because apparently, without the water, Picard's defo gonna die, but if we can get him some water, he might have a chance. So the reality is, is that was a fucking fairy fountain, and, uh... It was like the the cup in The Last Crusade. Or that, or that. Now I just imagine when the force field came down, it should have made that do-do-do-do-do-do-do, like when you solve a puzzle. Mm. And and when he fills his hand with the water. (laughs) Or that. (laughs) Now, like, I think the sound of the hearts refilling. Yeah. Yep. Also, this this episode I felt was notable for having a lot of weird techno babble, like mm-hmm. between the shit that like Jordy was spewing about on the bridge you know, about the garbage cow, and then like Wesley. Well, it's fourteen millihertz over here and twenty two kaijula hertz over but there. Then it jumps to forty. Oh, is as you approach the. Uh, yeah. Uh, 
had some. They had to insert a lot of filler. It seemed. Yeah. Picard could only slowly die so long. Mm. And what was the deal <laughs> with airline food? What's the deal? What's the what deal was the deal with, with the music this week? Did you know, anybody else it, notice how weird and so out of place the soundtrack was? Most of it, I, did I didn't until like I did say at the very end when Wesley was figuring out the fountain, the music got way too like big and triumphal, and it was like, okay, scale it the fuck back. No, when like the ship was crashing, it was there was like. It was like someone downloaded the public domain versions of Star Wars music. Oh, and I had like noticed. Plugged it into Star Trek for some reason. Yeah, yeah like I mean, I wouldn't doubt it because again, at the end, it got a bit much. Oh so. yeah, I feel like they must have had a different composer on this week because all the music felt really out of place. Yeah. Maybe William Riker did all the not William Riker, but the actor. Maybe he did all the uh, John uh, Frakes on his trombone. I don't think Frakes oh, even plays. About his I, don't, I don't think Frakes even plays a trombone. I no, think. we we actually talked about it a few weeks ago. Oh, did we? Is uh, that the guy that, that from here from the us? guy that overdubbed his tromboning recently passed away. Ah, that's right. And I was sad because I had thought until that moment that he was Frakes dead. played the trombone. No, I'm just kidding. I mean, how hard would it have been to like do like the five notes he played? In this? Well, it's not just the. Positioning of the hand, it's like lung capacity blowing the right way. I mean, these yeah. people it's don't like a have trumpet, right? Like you have to do you do that certain, lip thing. Certain things with your lips, you do, yeah, to change the tone. Yeah, and it's also yeah, yes. I'm sure Jonathan Frakes could make the noises, but I'm sure he couldn't make the noises in a way that would would show that his character is good at making the noises. Yeah, or at uh, least has done it before. Frakes tried it once and just shit himself. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, it's the thing. It's like it's it's a lung capacity thing. It's a muscle thing. There's a lot to it, and I just feel like. You're filming a television episode. You have a certain number of days. Yeah. You're really going to waste the time learning well, fucking... Bill Clinton pretended to know how to play the sax. Wow. Did he not? I don't remember. No, I think he did. I vaguely remember. He did actually know how to... That was like a whole big thing. Like, oh, he's the cool president. Yeah, he, he played like, the, plays the, the sax. saxophone. And gets his cock sucked. The sax is the sexiest saxophone. The sexiest. <laughs> the sexiest. The sexiest brass instrument. It's not brass. It's woodwind. Excuse me. It Shit. is? It has a reed. Oh. Yes. oh like point. a clarinet. I should know that because it comes up in The Simpsons. Yeah. Anyway. Idiot. Anyway, we've finally gotten rid of Wesley so that Will Wheaton can go pursue feature films. I wonder how he did. He was on no feature films to my knowledge. <laughs> yeah, he, he had done Stand My Bee before this. Yes. I always forget he was in Stand My let's, let's actually, let's do a little checkup on... Now he plays board games for a living. Good old... Which Will actually, Wheaton. I wouldn't mind doing myself. I would love to play board games for a living. Are you kidding me? He's That's living this fucking dream. Yeah, no, he's actually he's 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 found his his place in his the world. Niche. He's doing uh, pretty all right for himself. Let's see. Yeah, I mean, I know he, but like, he's either playing a parody of himself or hey whatever if someone wanted to pay me to be a parody of myself as long as they're paying me that's no i mean i fine. get that but i want to see how i want to see on specifically the Irish accent, 24/7. how his imdb looks around the time he left this show oh yeah he, it took him a few years to i think but he did about as good as life. what's her name tasha yar after the fact let's see he probably did a little better no i was gonna say he's actually yeah i mean ultimately he has done better but Alright, so he was in Stanley St. Elsewhere. Okay, I'm still in the 80s. Can I ask a question while you look? Yes. Please. Does Picard ever actually say, shut up, Wesley? He did in that one episode. Yeah. Is it only that one time? I think so. But Bev and also everyone said, shut up, fucking latched onto this? Yes. I Because it happened twice? Yeah. That's. Look. I felt like, listen, 
I felt like it was going to be a catchphrase. I thought it was going to be like every week, shut up, Wesley. Here's the thing. Like, make it so. People on, especially, you know, people latch on to stupid shit. I saw a thing make recently. So, make it so. Never seen this movie. I actually thought that because they said let it go for the scow. But people just latch on to things and mindlessly go with it. You've got, like, to this day, apparently if you go by IMDb individual episode ratings, Shades of Grey is still the worst episode of any Star Trek By a ever. lot. Which one is Shades of Grey? The clip the show. Clip, the clip mm. show. Oh, but that's... It's, it's bad. Like, it's not worse than others. Yeah, no, it's not worse than, say, oh. Code of Honor or Threshold, which we'll get to in a couple of years. You know what it's probably definitely not worse than? That non-Star Trek, Star Trek episode at the end of season two. Oh, God. Of, of TOS. Of TOS. Yeah. Oh, that? Yeah, that's worse. Like, people just, like, latch they automatically go online and give it a bad rating because they've heard it's bad. And yeah, it's not good, but Star Trek has done worse. Okay, here's the thing. Can we talk about this concept for, like, one second? And I'll tell you why. So earlier today I was chatting, or no, maybe it was yesterday, I was chatting with some people on, uh, in, like, a, just like a chat group. And someone was, like, shared a piece of pizza. And I was like, ooh, that looks good. And then someone was like, ugh, I need to just send you a picture of the, my, the New York pizza so you can see what it's supposed to look like. And I'm being a dickhead. No, but I actually, like, started into this whole thing where I was like, I get so sick of people pretending like your pizza is, like, the be-all and end-all. The same way people in New York are like, don't put ketchup on hot dogs. First of all, pizza is literally bread with sauce and cheese. Hot dogs are basically literally assholes. It's not something to get fucking really super high and mighty about. But also, like, I feel like people's default response to pizza is, oh, you go to New York pizza. I've had pizza in New York. It's pizza. It's fine. And then I said that I thought that pizza, New York pizza, and people's opinions of it are like, the culinary equivalent of 1984. You know the touchstones and the things you're supposed to say about it, but you probably have never experienced it or have never had a unique thought I about it. I once ate at a Papa John's in New York City. It was the best fucking pizza I ever had, Ken. They gave a little thing of garlic sauce. Garlic sauce. But that's how I feel about this sort of thing, too. It's just like... Yeah, like, again, People literally. know the things they're supposed to dislike. The internet... Yeah. And they dislike them. And they dislike them. It's so annoying. The internet somehow thinks Shades of Grey is worse than Threshold, which is an episode of the show that basically the writers have since disavowed. Wow, Shades of Grey. Huh? Shades of Grey is objectively worse than Threshold. Really? Absolutely. How? Which one is Threshold? Threshold has a dumb premise, I would say. And a it, dumb everything. It is not a terrible episode. I mean, it's not a good episode. How but many I think years until we get to this? It's okay. a Voyager. Okay, but I think... But All right, but going back then, at the very least, it's still not as bad as fucking Assignment Gary or... Seven there. Wait, Hell, so... it's not even as bad as, like... Shades of Grey is a clip show. I don't think people dislike it because it was a bad episode. I think they dislike it because it was a clip show, which I think is a valid thing yeah, to say. Yeah, but to say, to say it's as bad as all that is ridiculous. I don't know. I hate clip shows. I think they're a waste. If I wanted to fucking have a clip show, I would just rewatch. Yeah, but I mean, especially I can... in a show where it's not even like there's no arc to it yet. Yeah, I know, but I just mean like. You guys regretting not putting it in your bottom threes now? No. No, um, I regret nothing. I didn't watch it. Um, <laughs> yeah, we just fast forwarded to what the bits that weren't clips. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. And the non-clip bits were not horrible, but Maybe. like it wasn't awful. It wasn't great. But I would say that. I think I think I find the opposite phenomenon too, though. Like the episode, especially with the original series episodes that are like 
the classics. Mm. Be on the other edge of forever kind of episodes. Well, no, well, well that's actually that's actually a good. One. That's a great. But episode. like, there's definitely like like let that be your last battlefield. Oh, that's it's terrible. One that everyone remembers. Yeah, it sucks. Like a big oh the black and white oh yeah like every time you see a, a, anything talking about the the cultural significance of Star Trek, there's a like, picture. There's of, a picture of those guys. Yeah. Like, look, they tackled race. Um, and meanwhile, we all personally quite liked. Uh, well, I don't know if you did, but you know, me, Ames, and Caitlin quite liked. Um, for the world is hollow and I've oh, touched yeah, the sky. Exactly. But the general opinion of it apparently is that it's middling at best. No, um, the people are wrong. That's a great episode. But that's because general opinion is that season three is trash. True. So people probably don't even go into it. It's it's almost like... Um, well, let that it's be your like, last Battlefield season three too. Though. Well, yeah, but I'm just saying that like they made it sound like all of season three was going to be garbage. And I think that all of us had Episodes at least quite one liked. episode from season three in our top... Whatever yeah. list, and in fact, I think I had like two. I feel like because I love Gem was one of my favorites too. Bam. Oh. Yeah, there, that's that is the one thing this this chart I was looking at did not include TAS at all. Oh. So it's like, okay, you're just cheating. Yeah. yeah any no. any time I see a best and worst episodes thing, though, it's all it's I always disagree with it emphatically. Well, of course, everyone does. It's completely subjective. Yeah, you know? I mean, there some are some. Probably I probably thought Bem was fucking adorable. Someone out there loved Bem. Like there's yeah. literally someone out there for everyone. They're two years old. Somebody, somebody's somebody cosplay Bem. is Bem. Hey, listener, are you someone that loves Bem? Don't tell us. We don't want to know. Unsubscribe. Yeah, you need to keep that shit at home under a blanket. Seriously. Deep dark at night. Yeah, no, that is something down. to be ashamed never, of. Never see the light of day. But also, no, like, we're just kidding. Like, I if don't you like think... them, that's fine. You got enough bad and, shit going on at that point. And we addressed this a lot when we talked about the episodes, but I also think that, like, Spock's brain, not a good episode. No. Not the worst episode. No. Brain, brain, what is brain? Exactly. Yeah, no, I was almost disappointed by how... Not horrible it was. Yeah, it was, it like, mediocre, for me for but so it wasn't... Long about, yeah, it wasn't... Sp- amazingly beautifully transcendentally bad it was just yeah. eh. let that be your last battlefield is Ugh. a worse episode that is than, so than fucking bad. yeah Do definitely you, are you guys uh jake and ames are you guys like following or have you liked star trek shit posting no there was this great post the other day and it was a picture of is, these... that, the, is that the thing you're always uh, sharing? sharing yeah it's just, there's, it's just too much content that oh I'm not, I'm, I love I love it now I'm hooked but they shared it recently a picture of um Frank Gorshin and the other guy from that stupid and your last battle whatever and it said the 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 meme said uh I miss when Star Trek was more subtle about its politics or something because people always bitch about yeah modern Trek yeah and mm. it's like yeah oh that was actually that was that was that and a bunch of other of their overtly political episodes but yeah that was one of them we've, yeah we've talked about a lot of really political episodes well and that's what I actually said like I actually replied and was like it's always been political and like as a newcomer to TNG like I've really appreciated a lot of the ways that they've tackled a lot of the issues because we yeah. talked about it's what sci-fi is for yeah. it's specifically what sci-fi is for and that's why I think but, but I- SJWs are in my Star Trek and there's a black lady and there's a gay man oh jeez <laughs> well there were two gay men but they killed one of them off <laughs> he's coming back I assume it's going to be flashbacks or that's something. The, that's the sound of diaper mm. boys, like, filling yeah. their diapers. That was great, Jake. Thank you. Well, that's the sound, soundtrack of our summer oh, right I haven't there. given Jake the cards, but he doesn't know what to I don't know what to say. Jake us the fuck out of here, please. Well, I think that's all we have to say about these 
two episodes. Seems yeah. like it was a bit of a mixed bag, but mostly... Yeah. Yeah. Good yeah. Picard. Yeah. yeah. Good Picard. Good Very good Picard. I'll give some credit, yeah, because you sure. don't see him carrying a good, gun Good, good Worf scar. We didn't really bring the that good up. Scar. Good scar. Good <laughs> scar. Yeah. Jordy's um, eyes. Jordy had eyes. I'm glad to see LeVar Burton. He's so pretty. Yeah, he's got some nice eyes. Yeah. If only... He's got pretty fucking only, eyes. If only Leah Brahms could see his eyes. Well, that's what Worf asked him the other week. Looking didn't at her through her windows. Outside in the hedges. Oh god. That's the thing of wearing a visor. It's like wearing sunglasses. Nobody can see what you're looking at. Yikes. Anywho. Well, from now on, I'm just going to live assuming that Jordy is always looking at tits. Of course he is. I mean, always. I think he can even pull up tits on his visor while he's supposed to be working. He's like, yes, Captain, that's very interesting. Yeah, I'll get right on it. Looking mm. at tits. When Jordy's ha- and, and by contrast, like, oh when he is trying to look at tits, he it, no one can tell. So, like, he's having sex with a lady. And she's like, hey, buddy, my tits are down here. <laughs> and he's like, Ugh! And he comes too fast because it's Jordy. Yeah. Uh, anyway. No, but what I was just going to say was is it's like uh, his visor's like Google Glass so, like, it's got that sort of projecting things onto stuff. So, he's looking at Picard, but there's a naked lady, like, sprawled out on top of Picard's bald head. No, no, it's Picard, he just has huge, wobbly tits. <laughs> nice. Wobbly! Why are they wobbly? I, but I feel like we're getting close to that now with, like, Snapchat filters That's and true. stuff. Yeah. Like, like, you're going to be able to put tits on anything in the next two years. I can't wait. The future is great. Take a picture of your cat, its eyes are tits. Yep. Yikes. Take a picture of your tits, they've got tits. Mm. Two tits on each tit. Anyway, tit for tat. These are some really creative ideas, folks. For tits. For for just anything. So I think next week, instead of doing two episodes of Star Trek: The Next Generation, we should just get our creative juices flowing and other juices flowing. Why not? Let's make it a real big juice fest. Amazing segue. Jay. I don't know where that means this we is have to going. keep all that. Damn it. Yep. That's the goal. So yeah, anyway, if you guys remember, uh, some weeks back, we did a thing where we drew some names out of a hat or drew some uh, Star Wars, Star Trek. We're doing some crossover, fanfic, slash. We're going to have fisting, fighting, fornicating. Hey, have you been looking at my fanfic? Well, no, because you haven't written it yet because it's on an hour Ah, before recording. Shh, shh. Don't ruin my joke. Who has the prequels? (laughs) I have prequels and TNG. So Kit Fisto is definitely involved. Kit Fisto is the star. Jake, you have TOS. Don't think you have TNG. I no, I have TOS. I have TOS and... Yeah, two of us have TOS, two of us have TNG. Me oh, name's I forgot. TNG. Sorry, I forgot. I don't know. How would I know? Yeah, we didn't do the... I have TOS? Fuck yeah. it, I'm writing on TNG anyway. <laughs> um, so Wait, anyway... Why? Because I already wrote it and it has TNG characters. It, nobody, right? nobody reminded me. Did that you I really already write it? No. Oh. Of course I did. It's airing next week. Oh yeah. Sorry, I forgot. <laughs> um, I'm glad the listeners can't see that wink. Yeah. Okay. Damn it. Oh, anyway, now we have to keep all that in. That's great. So yeah. So be be sure to either tune in next week or completely avoid us <laughs> as we do our next ten forward about. Star Wars meets Star Trek in various ways. It's going to be bitching. It's going to be great. And then the following week, you'll be back to our regularly scheduled program in which we'll cover Data's Day and The Loss in reverse order. Yeah. The Loss and Data's Day. But that's in two weeks, folks. So sit tight. Come back next week. Grab some popcorn. Grab your honey. Grab a vibrator. Grab a vibrator. Sit on a dick. Dick. (laughs) 
Do what you gotta do, folks, because it's gonna get hot and heavy on a star to steer her by. And if you want that and other stuff, be sure to check out our Star Trek page. I love when Chris just shakes his head when you talk. On Tumblr and Twitter at SSHB Podcast. You can also find us on Facebook. Go to Facebook and search for A Star to Steer Her By at Facebook.com <laughs> slash Facebook. And then you can listen to our podcast on SoundCloud and on iTunes.tunes.com. Hi, Tom. Tom Tom. Ooh. We've discussed Tom and Tom. Tom's shoes every time you buy a pair of Tom's. Are we on Sirius XM satellite radio? Uh, I hope so. We might be on that. I don't know. I, I, I doubt it. If you're listening to us on a Sirius satellite radio XM, let us know. Yeah. We don't know if we're on that. But we are on Google iTunes <laughs> and SoundCloud. So find us next week for the Star to Steer Her by. This has been Jake. This has been Chris. This has been Ames. And this is always Caitlin. Peace and long life. Okay. Sure. <laughs>remember Wilmer Valderrama's game show? Oh, uh, Yo Mama? No. Wil- Wilmer Valderrama hosted a game show on, I think it was on MTV or VH1, called Yo Mama, and it was Yo Mama Joke Battles. Oh, wow. I do. I do remember, remember this? that. It was terrible, yeah. Yeah, it was really bad. It of course really it was bad. bad. Is he, like, whatever happened to him? Is he, has he died of a drug no, overdose yet? No, he, he guessed it on uh, last night, nope, last, what is it? Last John, John John Oliver's show. Oh, last, yeah, last night last, tonight. Last, last week tonight. tonight. Last night and a half. That's true. Uh, as a as a flying chicken thing. So Her? he's doing well for himself, is what you're saying.